Welcome back, everybody, to Ghosts in the Scene, Certified Audio Sage show, not just podcast, officially a YouTube show. We've made it to the big leagues. We actually started as a YouTube show years ago, but we're returning because, you know, we perfected the form of podcasting and we want to perfect the form of YouTube. But of course, Ghosts in the Scene, Audio Sage, Certified Ghost Friendly podcast and show. I'm your host, Giorgio Patazzi, and I am back with my co-host, Rob Thomas. Rob, how's it going, dude? Gio, it's a privilege to be on with you, and truly a privilege, because, you know, this new era for us uh, isn't always guaranteed, because whenever you try to, you know, go up in the big leagues, you know, you're going to find more opposition, Stronger opposition. And guys, gals, exes, wise, we were basically shadow banned from the internet these last day and a half or so. Yes. They could not handle it that we are now on YouTube where you can actually see us. And you know, we were we were trying to do this yesterday even, and they wiped us from the internet. It's it's tough when you are a David versus the Goliath that is Google, that is, you know, Windows, that is, you know, anything. I mean, we we were trying to get a deal with uh, some cable companies and the executives, of course, when they saw our content, knew that, you know, they couldn't just relegate us to some ancient aliens type of show that we would be Mm -hmm. speaking more truth to power. I mean, no, no shade to those guys. They're great scientists in their own right. But, you know, here we, he thought, we thought that YouTube would show us some kindness. And so far, it's been a little rocky. But we've had our, our history with them. We started, you know, with them. We were lucky enough to grow our intelligence and our audience with YouTube at, at, at the start. So I'm just hoping that there's some fairness going on. Because, you know, the world is for the living. That's true. But I think that our, our voices matter. And now our faces matter i think that's important too so uh, i'm excited to start this new series this new season uh with all of the returning people from the podcast come check us out on youtube you know if, if you've listened to our voices before you ever wanted to know what we look like you got the option to to do that now and for everybody on youtube we got so many god dang episodes so many podcast episodes that are just juicy, full of content, full of facts, historical, scientifical, paranormal facts. Empirical, you know, there's no doubting this stuff. And, you know, I just want to give a shout out to the people that have been watching us in person this whole time. Those of you who have been astral projecting. Yes. And seeing us on the astral plane, because, of course, we've been there the whole time. And so this really isn't new for us. 
it might be new for you, but we're just expanding our reach. We're expanding our accessibility because we realize now that not everyone actually can astral project and it's okay. You know, we're not, we're not, we're not trying to like, you know, call out any of our listeners, viewers out there. It's very funny that you can't, but we're not going to blame you for it. I just think it's, it's cute. It's cute and it's hilarious, but we will get you there if if you need. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is a little, you know, a little enticing thing, but if you go back to a couple of our episodes, we do focus on astral projection. And there is some nuggets of info that we found very useful back when we were amateurs ourselves. So I think that's something for everybody. And yes, I mean, for everybody in the astral plane, welcome back. I mean, we've been we've been doing 24-hour sessions sometimes. And so I'm glad that you're here with us in the corporeal form and you're sharing some breath with us. And this is going to be an intense few years of the show. I mean, let's not get it twisted, right? Ghost and Scene ain't going nowhere. They thought mm-hmm. they could bring us down. Not happening, okay? And what we're now living in um, might be a Hollywood apocalypse. That is something that is it is very clear to a lot of people people are saying it and i mean here's the thing that i mean we haven't really talked about we might have even talked about it for like the last couple episodes if you go back to maybe our episode about maverick it was how maverick saved hollywood right they mentioned how matt oh it saved hollywood and now you got you know a movie barbie oppenheimer that whole phenomenon they saved hollywood that implies that hollywood is at risk right? It is in danger of dying. It, and it needs to be saved. And again and again, you know, it's not like, you know, the superheroes come in. I mean, that's why there's so many superhero movies, Gio. Yes. Because the peril that Hollywood finds itself in, it constantly needs to be saving. So they just need to keep churning these out. But as we're seeing, the well might be running a little dry. Absolutely. And that's the problem when you treat your workers like garbage. That's the problem when you start using artificial intelligence, a.k.a. ghosts. Ghosts. I mean, come on. Like, they thought they could get away with just using ghosts in instead of artificial intelligence. And so what we're seeing is just like a reversal of how the old Hollywood used to work. I mean, half the people that you would see in the, the movies in the 1940s, I mean, there's a reason why you can't find them anymore because there's mm-hmm. so, mu- so much paranormal stuff happening. I mean, you can imagine the CGI that we have today. Back in the, you know, the early 20s, they were doing things that we can't even imagine because the ghost use rule was, was not even in place at the time. So it was going bananas. And of course, now there is a ramping up of this because they're starting to treat, you know, the human worker less, giving them less. And that gives the the ghost worker an overload. Now they're working triple overtime. And that's not fair to them either. So, you know, what's happening right now in Hollywood? Everybody knows what's happening. There's a strike going on. And it started with the writers, right, Rob? Absolutely. Yeah, I would say about maybe two months ago, maybe May, June, the the writers said they've had enough. They're going on strike. We're not writing anymore. Uh, in fact, I think, you know, the letter that they wrote that they said they're going on strike was the last 
read, last thing they've ever written, you know, and I feel wow. a little bad for their families because they're not writing to them. No text uh, messages to their loved none. ones. Mm-mm. No late night hookup meetups for them for, for the next, who knows? They're scared to go and sell a bit. Or, I mean, maybe, I mean, you know, if they get lucky on the, on the picket line, they can meet up the old fashioned way. Absolutely. I mean, but it's part of the sacrifice that, that they're making, you know, going on strike, it takes a lot of personal sacrifice. Um, So they're, but they're standing solid so far. Then the actress joined a few weeks later and then even more recently, Gio, I understand that even the municipal workers of Los Angeles wow. are going on strike. So this is expanding. And we can only hope that it continues to expand, right? And because because every time that it happens, that there there is action that happens on the other side. And we need there to be pressure on these people because not only are they running giant conglomerates and corporations but they are doing paranormal, some would say occult, but those are the people that have fear in their heart when it comes to magic with a K, but not us. But I mean, you know, they do some stuff that is extraordinary when it comes to business. Business is a magic, is an art, and art is magic. I mean, art is ghosts. Uh, They use them in their practices. They're using Ouija boards, and they're, you know, Ouija boarding the Rockefellers. They're getting their info. So all of that to be said, these people need to be held accountable, and the strike is good for that. And what is happening right now, though, is because nobody is talking about the paranormal, we have werewolves that aren't allowed to howl at the moon because it's in their contract. We got vampires that are going to labs and drinking artificial blood. They're not even being able to feast on people that are willing to give because that's, I mean, there's a whole sect of the fetish community that love donating their own blood and other fluids. And so all of this is contractual based and Hollywood is doing this to the cryptids and to the ghosts. Right. I mean, and I'll say, obviously, it's up to the the workers to call a strike, right? No one forced them to do that in the sense of, like, you have to go on strike. But, you know, the situation is at hand where they, in their, if you talk to them, they said we had to go on strike because of the working conditions that were placed upon them by Hollywood. Like you're saying, Gio, they're, they're working double, they're working triple. And, you know, we're talking about them using ghosts and AI. You know, we keep on hearing about artificial intelligence in here. And like we just said, it's ghosts. All right. Let's not fool ourselves what's going on. You know, they computers can only do so much. And you ask anyone that's in AI, it's like, well, the computer is only as smart as the data you put in. What do you think they're jam packing those computers full of? Ghosts. Ghosts. Ghosts, everyone. And if they can't get a computer to create an image... You just go get a ghost and, and and throw it in there and you call it artificial intelligence. If we think about the amount of human faces that have existed on this mm-hmm. planet in the history of its existence, then yeah, just spit out one guy from 500 years ago and call that a generated image. Bada bing. You're, you're fooling the local rube who's, you know, doing something. And like, think about it. There are so many people that look like Bill Clinton you know, fighting Obama, you know, on like a 
what do you call it? Like American Gladiators kind of stage. People mm-hmm. type that into their generators. There are so many lookalikes in the history of the world. All they got to do is throw them on there. And sometimes you see them missing fingers because back in the day, peasants, you know, you were caught missing, taking an apple. And they're ripping off your pinky finger. So that's why they were such an issue with fingers back when AI was in its early days. But people caught on and were like, hey, what's going on with all the fingers? Some people had extra fingers. Because, of course, what do you do when you take someone's finger what are you for, do with for that apple? Finger? you gotta, you yeah. got to put it on yourself. That's a benefit you get for being a, a storekeeper back in the day that they don't let us do anymore. So all that to be but said. But it's a tell. It's a tell. It's a tell. Right. And and I'm going to wrap this back on to terms of the strike because what are you doing now when you are employing all these ghosts? You are sidestepping the SAG, the Screen Actor Guild members, the actors – and you're sidestepping paying anyone for compensation. You're not, they're not paying these ghosts to do this work. Mm-mm. You know, this is forced labor. So, you know, it's uh, so many ethical issues going on. And, and if you think about like, well, you know, this isn't really affecting us here. There's the big celebrities. So they're they're going to still be getting movies. But guess what, everyone? We're all going to be ghosts someday. Oof. Right? We're going yes. to be shuffled off this mortal coil at some point and and then what we will just be plugged into the machine so this is this is for the long game you know and sometimes you got to take you take a little burn you got to take a little bit of pain now to protect the future and even future generations after us this is a this is a pivotal moment in, in, in hollywood so well said rob and here's the thing. We can handle the, 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 the strike as far as content is concerned because there's just so much content out there. And there's so much ghosts out there that have yet to be discovered. And not in like a, you know, pitchfork kind of way where we're going to attack them. More in like a, a, a Pokemon kind of way where we make them our friends, right? And we might capture them, but they eventually realize that it was you know because they were a little wild and then we 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 tame them into becoming a part of society and i think that's something that ghosts are a lot like pokemon and the strike is what we need right now so that we have time to find all these extra ghosts because at the speed of content right now is just lightning speed i mean even without films you have music you have other podcasts. You have television. A lot of the television's also being halted. Mm-hmm. But there's still so many seasons that, you know, are just coming out or have come out. So many ghosts to uncover. So don't think that we're going to stop uncovering and making new discoveries. But we do stand with the strikers. And what's happening now, though, and this is like the sick Hollywood game that they play. We have an issue where there is ghost abuse. There is an overworking of ghosts. And we also have an issue where now ghosts are being created because of the strike. And it's ghosts of people's careers. It's ghosts mm-hmm. of the movies themselves. Of the projects of these movies that might never see the light of day. Some of these are in caskets. They haven't really poured the dirt over them. Right. They're waiting 
for the final they're, nail. They're kind of like in those refrigerators that they keep the the bodies in. Where like Rocky in... was punching. Yeah. The, the the big meats. So there, Rocky's working them over, right? And some people think maybe it's a bad thing. He's trying to get their hearts started again, right? He's trying to save Hollywood. But what's happening right now is all of these strikes are devastating blows to these projects. All of them have five-year leads now, 10-year leads. I mean, some of them are indefinitely halted. So Rocky can only hold, you know, so much. He's sweating, right, through his, his gray sweatsuit. And, I mean, let's let's go through some of these. Aladdin 2, delayed, right? There's... a. I mean, the list of Disney movies delayed is incredible. Pirates of the Caribbean, thankfully, delayed. We we wouldn't know if Johnny was going to return, but that's thankfully delayed. So Aladdin 2, Pirates of the Caribbean, what was it, 8 or some some shit? Uh, let's see. We got uh, The Mechanic sequel, uh, Christian Bale's returning, and he's doing like a Darren Aronofsky like the whale kind of thing where he's doing a, a another weight weight kind of change that's canceled I'm never going to see that everybody if you wanted to sorry Christopher Nolan's working on was working on a new movie about the guy who who created the Dorito sorry it, Sayonara. That's, not, that's not happening that's not happening and yeah it's I think it's such an interesting perspective geo that no one really talks about everyone talks about ghosts from the human perspective obviously being humans we care about human ghosts you have few pet paranormals all right people understand they're ghosts of their pets and they they like to communicate with them yes everything can be a ghost yes all right i'm gonna say that again everything that you see everything that's out there can be and will be at some point a ghost yes yes okay i mean think about this i mean this is something that's so intrinsically like basic that you just immediately get it okay the gates of heaven when they talk about heaven the gates where do they get the metal from where do they get the gate from it's a ghost of a gate on earth the throne or the steps that you walk on where do you what do you think these things come from in heaven they come from ghosts on earth fire every fire that you've created that man has mm. created since the inception since the lightning struck the tree and man eureka discovered it that's when the fire pits of hell were created right then and there that was taken that fire so it's so basic that it, it almost doesn't make sense to people. But yes, everything is a ghost. And it's just because we've lived in so many civilizations that I think that, okay, this is something that people don't talk about. And maybe we should kind of discuss this. But I don't know when's the last time heaven was remodeled. Mm. It might be a little tacky now. They're living in the Mayan era, you know, kind of stone temples and that kind of stuff. I'm just, yeah, or Caesar's Palace, but the, the, the original Caesar's Palace. Right. I mean they're I mean they're defecating into into holes. There's straight up no plumbing. 
type stuff. Maybe there's some running water. I hope there's. I mean, there is ghosts of running water. Ghosts comprise 99% of water, I'd say, most, mm -hmm. most of the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, and then you got the river Styx as well. So, I mean, uh, there you go. That's that's where the water's going. Exactly. So. It flows into some type of giant, giant ocean down uh, up there, down there. So, yes, there, there's a lot of a lot of talk about remodeling heaven and hell, and we can eventually get there. But right now, let's kind of stick back to what's happening, the hell on earth that is Hollywood. Because what's been happening is a, a you know, a result of, of the previous 10 years of exploitation. But these last couple of years, we've seen something very different because the formula that Hollywood has been using has worked. For a very long time for these last 10 years it's been hand over fist billion dollar movies thanks to marvel thanks to dc thanks to all these kind of cultural movies they were making billions of dollars well the well dried up and we got some flops this is probably the summer the year that hollywood has officially started to break a sweat financially the flops are are coming in hard. We got Indiana Jones. We got uh, that Teenage Kraken movie. The Flash. Right, what are the, what other flops we got? The, I oh, mean, Black it, Adam. Exactly. And, I mean, Disney also taking a fair share of it. Think of any sort of animated film that they've tried to throw out in the last couple of years. You, none even really come to mind because it's just been a flop after flop, belly flop. So, I mean, it's very interesting to see how Hollywood has kind of devoured itself in the sense of all these companies are buying out all these other companies, trying to, to sit on top of the mountain here. And it looks like the foundation's getting a little bit shaky underneath them. Uh, it's hard to hold that weight when you're that big. And it's it, it's coming back a little bit to them. It's turning into a haunted mansion. And that was a flop. And there we go. And, there we, and that's another flop. Another flop. And what, what we're seeing now is a sea change. Um, we have a, a say in this. We, the people. But also we ghost in the scene. I think if this is something um, that you're new to, you wouldn't understand uh, our history with Disney. But if you're a fan, if you've listened to us before, if you've seen our show, you know that Disney has been one of our biggest enemies, one of our biggest nemesis. We've had issues with Johnny Depp and how they employed him as Captain Jack Sparrow, kind of gave him a platform to prey on all of the people as a vampire, an unethical vampire, yes, of course. So, yeah, I mean, we've had our issues with them, and now we see that Johnny Depp is kind of on his way out, but he might be kind of on an upswing. We don't know. We never know with that guy. Got to keep him in, in, in our sights. But Disney's definitely tanking right now. I mean, you got all of the, the Star Wars fatigue, the same thing with the superhero stuff. And as as they're trying to narrativize how they're saving themselves, Holly, you know, Hollywood is saving Hollywood with these stories. I mean, I don't want to, you know, say that, Barbie is is a bad movie, but the entire time I'm thinking paranormally, right? I, I, I can't get the goggles off when I'm watching movies anymore. And so I'm thinking, this is a movie about a possessed doll. This is basically Chucky, right? 
And as much as people want to say that it is not a movie about Chucky and not a movie about a possessed doll, I think it speaks for itself. There are they they're in Barbie Land, and they're like happy and fun and being played with by people necromancers, right? So I mean, there's a lot we could really get into it, and maybe you know in the next uh, next future episode, perhaps future episode, yeah. we might do a deep dive into the whole Barbenheimer thing because this is one of these spells that is just so obvious that so many people fall for it. It's like a trap that you think is funny, so you walk into it. And then you, and then it's, and then you realize it hurts really bad, you know. So there's a lot to be said about what's going on in Hollywood right now, and the flops, and the strike happening at the same time, and how, you know, there is something to be said about Hollywood is not as dumb as you think they are, that they might be using this strike in a way to make more ghosts to further their ghost exploitation. We're gonna see. Mr. Bogart on set one day in a movie, in a new movie. Same thing with Marilyn Monroe, same thing with James Dean. All these people are going to be thrown back. The you know, the Hollywood machines going to regurgitate their faces and their spirits back onto the silver screen. And that's maybe that's what they're working on right now. The it's first ever clearly what what they're working on, you know? It's like they they're already dipping their toes in it. They like to do this with people that have recently passed away. So they say, you know, we were working on this film and to respect them and the work that they're doing, you know, we're going to, we're going to put this scene, you know, back in then we're going to put, you know, Carrie Fisher as princess Leia, just like for a second, it's just a second. Don't freak out. But then it starts to get a little, they go a little bit further, you know, you you were talking about the flash. Yes. The flash. They, they insert, the ghost of Christopher Reeves in there. He, he's been, you know, transitioned to that other side for, you know, well over a decade now. Christopher Reeves, you know, as Superman was iconic back in the day. And he is Superman, right? But he's also a ghost now who has his own autonomy. I think people forget that when when you pass on. You have you still your spirit is what has autonomy at that point, right? Your your flesh no longer does because it, it can't function anymore, right? But your spirit still has a say. And the fact that they didn't ask his permission or didn't pay him, because let's I mean, let's get it very clear. A relationship with a ghost is much like a relationship with people, right? If you ask for a favor, they want something in return. And they want it in a monetary or some type of physical way. They don't want a promise for the future. They want something real. And you got to, you know, be real with these ghosts. And so I don't believe that Christopher Reeves would have done this role without getting compensated. And the fact that they didn't compensate him because we looked up the numbers and I didn't see any money going towards his ghost. No money in that line item budget that said money to Mysteries Ghosts. You know, even look at look at the credits of the movie. That, that's public information. You can look at it anywhere on the credits. Did you see, you know, a, at least a thank you to, to Mr. Reeves' ghost? Wow. Absolutely not. It's a damn shame. This is the kind of thing where we talk about, you know, the insidious part of Hollywood. How they are 4D chessing us in, in a weird way. 
where they've been doing the Carrie Fisher thing, the, you know, the, the face swap, the General Tarkin, you know, kind of thing where he looked like a video game character. But it was him. They just made him look that way so that we could think it wasn't really him. This is this is the 40 chess I'm talking about. They have ghosts in these movies literally acting, doing their roles, and then they CGI them to look worse. So when you were watching The Flash, everybody was talking about how the CGI was so bad. And it's literally because they, they were in a rush. They used all the ghosts they could. And then what happens? It, it was like people were literally flying around the set. They couldn't do anything to make it look any cheaper, you know, any more, you know, less real. So they threw some CGI stuff on it and they made it look like it was a little more funky. So it's more believable. And this is the kind of thing they do. It's unfortunate because that's the hard work that the ghosts put into that. When they see the movie, their heart's broken. They were like, I didn't fly that way. I, I, I flew a perfect figure eight. And they chopped it up. I mean, this is the kind of thing. So not only do they get exploited on set, but then their work gets corrupted. It gets chopped up. It gets broken down. They're not able to. And, and this is why they're starting to strike. And they're not able to have a say. They're, they don't have a voice at the table anymore. They used to put the Ouija board down at the writer's room. And they don't do that anymore. Because the writers aren't allowed to. The corporations told them no. And that's what's truly... I mean, Ernest Hemingway has written so many... A Dude, Where's My Car? Was ghostwritten by Ernest Hemingway. And he was having fun. You know, he's, he's making connections with Ashton Kutcher. He can't do that anymore. So this is uh, the type of thing where connections are being lost because the strike is, is necessary. And I think that this is a time where we need to start making those connections outside of Hollywood. We start, you know, connecting on a, on a more paranormal level, astrally, maybe something like that. I think Matt Damon is a pretty good projector, so we can maybe talk to him. He's a really good striker out there. So... You know, shout out to everybody that's striking right now and expect a little cool breeze of ghosts to be following you because I think that they are going to join the picket line very soon. And I think that's important. It is. I mean, it's that's that's the silver lining on all this. That's the empowering part that, you know, people, ghosts, cryptids, you know, are all joining together in a way that we haven't seen before you know usually people are kind of saying that you know all these sort of beings are staying in their own lane and but now you know we're all realizing that you know we have equal stake in this and we need to go out and you know fight for what's ours so that's what i think is a great takeaway you know we're talking about things are collapsing all this stuff but really what at the end of the day what will be empowering is for these unions and it's not just about the stars it's about the it's really mostly about these background actors that will never have a say otherwise right yes from top to bottom will be able to to dictate what is actually going on in hollywood you know the ghosts will be able to say this is how i want to work and be respected and for that to actually be listened to and adhered to you know this yes. this is this is the, the big picture plan but you know it's it's going to be difficult. Um, you know, there's they're coming at us from all angles. You know, we were talking about 
you know, these companies are on the ropes, but you know, it's 40 chest and, you know, Gio, I'm going to, I'm at this point, I'm going to introduce a new segment. Oh, I was kind of teasing before. All right. Yes. Yes. This is going to be a new segment. We're on a new platform. This is a new segment. It is, uh, you know, I'm going to make a, uh, a prediction. You know, I've been I've been channeling my psychic psychic powers. Yes. And in each episode, I'm going to make a prediction. I can feel happen. your power. It's so strong. I could feel it from over here. Absolutely. It's just, you know, with the right crystals, you know, you can yeah, anything take the is right possible. herbs. Anything is possible. And this is this is what's going on. Especially this one's about Disney. And they are having trouble finding their their next leader you know they've gone back to their old leader bob Iger, for a little bit that's right and here's my prediction they're not going to be actually going forward for a new leader they're going to reinstate an even older leader in fact what? my prediction is we are going to see the return of walt disney's head Oh my god. Within the next five years. Oh my god. And he's gonna reclaim the mantle of Disney CEO. This makes so much sense, Rob. Next year, 2024, is the one hundred year anniversary of Mickey Mouse, where he enters the public domain. Now, if you know anything about psychic energy, and this is to the listeners, of course, you understand that attention that the, the passing around of a symbol, of a sigil, that is Mickey Mouse, is itself a spell. Now, if the image of Mickey Mouse travels through the internet, how many times during the moment that he becomes public domain, how many of those times it crosses will Mickey make a pentagram? It's exponential. I mean, I don't want to do the math, and I think there are mathematicians listening that will, and I thank you for it. But yes, the the amount of psychic energy channeled through the public domain creation of Mickey Mouse will create, I think, the catalyst needed to get Walt Disney back from the grave. And I mean, like everybody knows, his head is frozen somewhere in some deep freezer. And so we can imagine that that energy will maybe short the freezer. The freezer is going to actually go on the fritz and they're going to need to figure out a, a way to get him out. And will that be a robot body? Will that be a human donor? Because there's what we call Disney adults. Mm. They're willing to give anything for Disney. And I think there there would be a, a list, a wait list of people that would be willing to swap heads with Disney. Where they literally give you know their, their head, they put it in a freezer... And they wait their turn for another body that's ready, but Disney takes theirs. So that could be something. I mean, if so if you're a Disney adult, I would just say beware of any emails inviting you for like a hat check where they're doing a measurement on your head or anything. I, I would not do anything like that for Disney in the next two or three years because they might be measuring something more than just your the shape of your scalp. They might be actually doing a, a shoulder check to see if your neck matches with his. So, great prediction, Rob. It's happening. 
you know, and, and the specifics will become more clear as it happens, but he's, he's making a comeback, you know, like the rest of this, you know, we're speculating on some stuff, but the, I, I, I can feel it. The prediction itself is crystal clear. Walt Disney's head is making a comeback in the next five years. That's right. Because like I said, you know, it's, it's like my, my route to this reality is just one path. There are so many paths to him coming back. There could be Bradley Cooper is, is really hot right now. He could want to make a biopic, might maybe want to bring him out to talk to him, and then maybe just bring him out and you know have him in the movie. Who knows? He did a lot for Lady Gaga. What could he do for Walt Disney? I mean, that's the question. And I think 2025 is not too far off. He said in five years. So mm-hmm. 2028, I mean, that's 2028. That's a lot of numbers that we could get into numerology, guys. But let's just say that's not a good year for paranormal uh, enthusiasts. That's going to be a very charged year, 2028. So, okay. If we have Disney coming back, we had Disney on the ropes for the last couple years. Disney comes back. He's going to change everything. We're going to get different things as far as, like, new content. We're not going to get Toy Story 5 or 6. We're going to be getting original content, I think. And this is, like, I'm hoping that he is actually, like, pro-strike. He is not, famously. Oh, no. Well, maybe, you know, uh, 50 years in the freezer changes his Maybe mind. he'll change the brain chemistry. But I hope, I mean, I hope so. He comes back but this, this is what I'm saying, Joe. Like, we can't hope for, like, a benevolent leader to come save Hollywood. You know, that's yeah. what that's the narrative that they're trying that that Hollywood's trying to sell us. And it's a failed. As you can see, that policy is failed, failed. Yes. Hollywood, failed. stop waiting for a frozen head in a freezer to fix all your problems because Walt's busy right now. They're going to thaw him out. And then when he gets out, he's going to go to a buffet and he's going to eat and have and have a digestive tract for the first time in 70 years. So leave him alone. Okay, don't don't let don't get all your problems on him. Okay, figure it out yourself. And this is people like who's the who's Iger, right? Is that the guy mm-hmm. Bob Iger? Igor. I mean, Igor was Frankenstein's. Uh, I mean, the doctor, assistant, yeah, helper, created uh-huh. Frankenstein. I mean, it's right there. There's a reason why they brought him back, Rob. They mm-hmm. needed their Igor. Wow, this is this is pretty interesting. And of course, we've yet to see a Frankenstein reboot in the last couple of years, and I think the strike prevented that for the better. I think the the set they were going to use for that you know future Frankenstein movie might have been used for something else. Who knows? But okay, yeah. let's uh, let's wrap up with a little movie review. We're doing the classic Ghost in the Scene movie review. Now we watched a movie that has been. I would say controversial, but also not that controversial. It's controversial for a few different reasons. It's controversial because people that have been, like promoted it want it to be controversial as a way to like promote the movie. But it's also been controversial in the way that they've used ghosts. And that's where we take offense at Ghosts in the Scene. So, Rob, The Sound of Freedom. Um, Jim Caviezel. Have you heard of him, Jesus Christ? Yeah, that name rings a bell, uh, a Mr. Jesus Cristo. Literally method acted his way onto a cross, right? I mean, he wow. told him, 
put the nails in, chief, he told them. And they said, are you sure? Are you are you sure? He said, I don't, I'm going to do what he did. I'm going to do what he did. I'm going to die and I'm going to come back. And he did it. I mean, he had to take a course with some magicians and they, they, they taught him how to hold his breath, how to do some breath training. So yes, he, he Penn and Teller told him how to resurrect himself. He was lucky enough to talk to, to Teller. And Penn, the, the one that doesn't talk, he, he told him the secret. That's the one thing that he, he'll tell you if, if you pay him 20 bucks. He'll tell you how to resurrect yourself. So we got him back from the dead. And he's starring in this movie about a real-life person, a person that's still alive. So now, if we think about it, in this universe, there is two versions of this man that exist. There's the Jim Caviezel version, and then there's the real-life version. And he is like a child-trafficking, like, investigator-type guy, right? And the whole thing is, like, that's great, you know, good good for him for, you know, busting the ring. If that's all true, based on true story, more power to him. You know, that's great. But what they did, um, because they thought it was controversial, I, and I'm not really sure why, but they started making ghosts see this movie. Yeah, and just for a little bit of context, because you might have seen some news about this about this film you know, it's been popular in certain ways. You know, something you may have heard and kind of the buzz around this film is that at the end of the film, it tells you, wow, this is such an important film. If you donate money to this film, we will buy a ticket for someone else to go see this film to see how powerful this is, wow. um, which is, you know, that's if if that's what you're doing, that's and you, you got a noble cause and great. That sounds like a great thing to do. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. People started going around to these movie theaters. They say, okay, I need to see this movie then. They go, like, oh, no, the show is sold out. Wow, they must be buying a lot of tickets for people. They go in their theater. They're lucky enough to get, like, the last ticket. The theater is half empty. Or at least it looks that way. To the untrained eye, it might look half empty. We know better than that at Ghosts in the Scene. We know that there are ghosts literally everywhere. Most of the time, ghosts are being shot out at maybe 5, five Gs, 6 Gs um, from the silver screen to you. And there's a reason why they call it silver screen, right? Um, for the paranormal the implications, yeah. of course. So there's all of these ghosts shot at you. But what we've been having is there's been a reversal of that in Hollywood. And that's why we've had all these flops is there's been a sucking of ghosts. And so what the Sound of Freedom is doing is they're buying these seats. They're inviting ghosts, conjuring them to the theater. Inviting. Yeah, of course. Inviting very strongly. You know, Those are air quotes for our podcast. Yes, of course. And yeah, now they have all these ghosts captive. And they turn the vacuum on. They turn that little vacuum on. And all of a sudden, the ghosts are sucked into the movie. And that film reel is then given back to Big Hollywood. And they're using those ghosts in not only work, but they're using them in VFX. They're using them in writing content. Chat GPT, more like chat GP ghost. Okay? Now, this is... 
a, a serious ghost problem. protocol technology you know yes yes if you're wondering what that actually stood for so all of this stuff that's happening right now um and you have the sound of freedom being a part of that right and it's like okay if the if the message is so important and you want to spread it i totally get that but using ghosts as a way to promote that is itself a form of trafficking you're now trafficking ghosts i mean for me i think they're totally aware of this though geo it's like they're saying the quiet part out loud you know it's like or they're, they're projecting right they're not astral projecting they're projecting mm. the the violence that they're saying wow like isn't it terrible that there's so much trafficking up in the world we're gonna we're gonna expose the light on that to hide their own trafficking practices against ghosts yes that's yes. what really grinds our gears here at ghost in the scene and we're shining the light we're doing the spotlight on them the sound of freedom is not going to get away with this because the sound of freedom is our theme song okay it's ghost in the scene and that's the sound of justice that's the sound of true not patriotism for your nation but for your fellow being not only person but for the ghosts but for the vampires that are ethical for the werewolves that don't turn other people into werewolves on purpose right they they, they do this because you know they it's for the love of, of the werewolf and you know there's a thing about the strike that i want to leave everybody with if you see a bigfoot don't take a photo at he's he's there Unless you get the image, you get you didn't sign the, the image rights, you know? Exactly. There's a there's a protocol. That's the thing. The respect that people have given Bigfoot is is incredible. Because when they've taken a photo, he's always come up and said, please, I respect, I'm a model. My image, you know, actually means something to me. And I need that, you know, I need the copyright on my image. So he, he you know, has talked to people and they have agreed. Many, most people agree to Bigfoot's terms. And so if you see Bigfoot on the picket line, please do not take a photo and try to get a selfie. He's there for solidarity. He's there for the, be there for, for him, for what he's doing too. And that means you're there for the strike. Take a photo of, of, of the picket signs, you know, that kind of thing. You know, it's, it's not a celebrity moment. And same thing with Damon, same thing with all those guys. Just treat them like you would any, any other schlup. And that, that goes for the Chupacabra, you know, that goes for the Mummy, all kinds of people out there, the cryptids that you're yeah, going to see. I mean, Mothman. from Mothman, I mean, yeah, we talk about big ticket cryptids, you know, even like the more niche ones, like your Selkies out there. Yes. You know, there's there's so many. We could go on and on. So um, just, just be aware that, you know, also don't step on any of them. There's some small cryptids out there, goblins, gnomes. So um, for everybody out there, we're glad to be back, glad to be on YouTube. And, of course, we do a sign now for everybody. Stay in the scene. Keep your eyes on that screen. You know what's up. You are the bedrock of this show. So big shout-out to our street team that makes this show possible uh, whenever we come on air. Stay extreme, everyone. Take care.